Today we're doing the movie that you've probably seen seven gazillion times, especially around this time of year, especially if you have access to cable and have TBS. That movie is... Ho, ho, ho. A Christmas Story. 8.35 Eastern tonight on TBS. So I watched this a lot as a kid. We had the DVD. My dad's favorite Christmas movie because I think of a certain age, like this is, this, it was a great Christmas movie. Still yeah. is. We watched it over and over again. We watched it every Christmas growing up. And then one year, the people at Turner got a, a wild hair up their ass and decided to have it on for 72 hours straight or whatever the hell. And it's on all the time. I think after the tradition for us of watching the DVD every Christmas kind of like fizzled away, the tradition became, oh, I'm going to watch 10 minutes here and there of a Christmas story. So I feel like all things considered, I've probably seen this movie 80 million times. This has to have been, the 24 hours of a Christmas story has to have been at least 20 plus years now at this point. Because um, growing up as a kid, I would remember like we would have Christmas dinner, we would go to mass on Christmas Eve and we would go before dinner and then we would do dinner and then that was the end of the night. Like everybody would go to bed. When I got to the end of high school, I would still go to Christmas mass, but I would go to midnight mass. Um, and so my parents and my siblings, nobody wanted to stay up and go to midnight mass, but I liked it. Like in particular, the church that I grew up at, like midnight mass is a whole thing. Like it's a really big deal. It's a beautiful church. Um, they do Christmas carols beforehand. It's dark and in the church before the mass starts. So like it's, it's got a great atmosphere to it. So what I would do is they would go to mass either the morning on Christmas morning or they would go in the afternoon. I would just hang out. We would have Christmas dinner. Everybody would have fun, do their thing, whatever. People would go home. People would go to bed. You know, that was the end of it. I would stay up, watch a Christmas story until it was time to go to, to Mass. And then I would go to Mass and I would come home and I'd watch like 15 minutes of it and pass out and then that was the end of it, right? Now I've gotten to the point where the show starts, the movie starts, like the 24-hour cycle starts, and yeah, I'm watching 15 minutes here, 20 minutes there. Same thing, like right before bed, watch like 15, 20 minutes of it, depending on whatever time I happen to catch it. Maybe catch a little bit of it in the morning, like on Christmas morning, and that's the extent of it. But yeah, we've seen so this never, movie like... Never from start to finish anymore. Anymore? Like yeah. now? Yeah. No, no, exactly. No, no. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's still like I we catch it, like we catch the, the, the clips of it or we catch the like segments of it. So I count that as like still kind of watching it because yeah. it's, you know, you're, I'm still seeing this movie every year. So, um, but that, like all of these other movies, like we watch them every year. Uh, Christmas Story, Home Alone, Elf, uh, White Christmas with Bing Crosby, um, Die Hard. Oh, shut the fuck up. You don't think Die Hard's a Christmas movie? I, I think I don't know whether it's a Los it's a Angeles Christmas movie. movie or not. I think the conversation about whether it's a Christmas movie or not is. Well, I don't give a shit what anybody else. I thinks. don't even think it's that good of a movie, but. I mean, it's fine. It's it's all right. I mean, we just we included it in the list. Yeah. It's a, it's a Christmas. Your kids movie. have watched Die Hard? No, my kids have not watched oh, okay. it. No, like this is like, my kids haven't even watched like White Christmas. So like, my wife and I will get to the end of the day, and the kids go to bed, and then we'll watch a movie and like wrap presents or whatever. Kids watch Jingle All the Way. Yeah! They have not seen Jingle All the I, Way. I like that movie a lot, actually. Um, there are a lot of things that they haven't seen. I think last year was the first year they saw The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Papa Gijo. But yeah, we tried to do our best to like go through Christmas movies and like watch them throughout the holiday season. Here's the thing. Uh, 
I'm not going to say a lot of those movies are bad, but on that list that you mentioned, I don't know if any of those movies are better than A Christmas Story. I'm, I mean, look, I think that Elf has made its way to it being good. like. I, like Elf. I saw Elf in theaters, to be honest I with you. I did too. Um, I think I think Elf has found its way, like its its little like niche angle of Christmas, um, and I think because. It all depends on how many times you've seen these movies, right? Like, Elf is good and fun still because, like, I'm not watching it 80 bajillion times. Right. You so know, do like, you think A Christmas Story was oversaturated? Do you think it, probably, yeah. It probably, it? yeah. I think it probably hurts it if you didn't uh, watch it pre-24 Hours of A Christmas Story. Because, yeah. like, I saw the movie enough where I appreciated it, and I think I, I probably would put it, like, number one or, like, top of Christmas movies in that top tier. Um, like I actually like the movie, so like the twenty-four hours thing is just like whatever. I'll watch it here and there. But I think if you, maybe if you didn't see it before then, and you're just like this is just some shit that TBS is gonna throw yeah. on, like like uh, the proposal or like uh, any like rom-com that they're throwing on, like yeah, maybe it's. Well, that's why I that's why I like it, and that's why I continue to watch it is because like there was an element of having seen this movie before. It was on yeah. 24 hours a day, and there's all the quotes from it. You know, you'll shoot your eye out. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. You know, very quotable, yeah. Uh, Daddy's gonna kill Ralphie. Daddy's gonna kill Ralphie. You know, things like that. Like the the, the scene of what sticking your tongue to the pole. Like, I <clears throat> the only reason I know not to do that is from that movie. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I would never know anything about that if it wasn't for the movie. Yeah. I mean, look, I like the movie. It's a good movie, um, but it is. It's it's oversaturated, and, like, if you haven't seen it to this point, why have you not seen it to this point? You know, like, it seems like it's one of those things that, like, how have you not seen it to this point? I would go so far as to say every movie we've done and maybe every movie we will do, this is the guaranteed, this one's guaranteed to be the most people have seen this movie of any movie we've talked about or we'll talk about. Yeah. I can't, picture, I can't picture any movie that more people have seen than this. I think it's probably, it's the two Christmas <clears throat> movies. It's this and Home Alone, yeah. right? Like, those are the movies that pretty much everybody's seen. I think, if, yeah, I, I agree with you. If you haven't seen it, I really want to know or not just why, but how. How have you not seen it? I mean, I have to, it's maybe everywhere. it's like, you know, your parents forbade you from watching the movie because, you know, Home Alone is violent or uh, Christmas Story, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, but also like this this movie kind of transcends generations. So like my my dad grew up on it, showed it to me and my siblings. Like you watched it when you were younger. Uh, like it just keeps like your your kids seen this. Uh, I don't think that they've seen it, and I. I but they will. But they will. Yeah. They definitely will. So like this is like passed down like quite a bit compared to most comedies yeah. ever. And I feel like there's a little bit of something for everybody, too. Because, like, I feel like my father-in-law, um, he likes, like, good... Like, he's not watching Billy Madison and yeah. crap like that. Like, he's watching good movies. Like, even, like, foreign movies, you know, like, Japanese samurai movies. Like, he's into, like, he, he loves movies. Like, good movies, right? Even with this, like, this movie, to a certain extent, resonates with him. Like, in particular, like, the... Um, the scene at the Chinese food restaurant on my Christmas fa- Day. One of my favorites, yeah. Like, there are just scenes that resonate. Like, doesn't matter who it is. Like, they just resonate. <laughs> you know, like they resonate with people in different fashions. And like, that's one of that's one of the scenes that like 
If you've watched this movie, you know that scene. I think I learned that Chinese restaurants were open on Christmas and that like there's a tradition among Jewish people to go to Chinese restaurants oh. on Christmas from watching this movie. I watched this movie really young, like a four, five, six years old. Wow, that's... I don't even know if I knew what Christmas was before then. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, it just, like, we're, what, a few years apart. Like, we both grew up on this. My dad grew up on it. Your kids are going to watch it. Uh, I just think it trans somehow transcends a lot of generations. And, and for I think for a good reason, too, other than, you know, again, the, the discussion of Hollywood making remakes, right, to just milk it dry is the same thing with, like, TBS, right? They get, I'm sure they get crazy advertising dollars for this segment of population because they know that people are going to be watching this right. movie. Now with like TV dying and cable dying in particular, I wonder how long that's going to keep going because this has got to be come Christmas time and spoiler, it's not Christmas time right now, but you're watching towards Christmas time. It's got to be available on some app. I don't know. I think they probably take it off. Like that's one of the huh. problems that I've always had with Christmas movies oh, is so I so like the rest it, of the year. Yeah. The rest of the year it's on streaming and then it goes away in December only to come back in January uh. so that you have to buy it. Like I think, so Die Hard is definitely one of them, which at the time of our filming, I bet you it's available streaming someplace. But, but by the time that you get to Thanksgiving, that's smart. Like it's they done know, and they, they make you buy it. it. Yeah. yeah. They know, yeah, that makes sense. But TBS owns it anyway. Yeah. Um, but so this, this, this movie also, I think, maybe resonates a little bit more for us because it's a Midwest thing, yeah. right? So this, is, this takes place in Hammond, Indiana. Um, which, is, which is, I'm not making a joke this time, it's essentially a Chicago it's, suburb. Yeah, it's essentially Chicago. I mean, yeah. for all intents and purposes, this is a Chicago movie because, I mean, yes, it's, they're, it, they're in the region, but like the region is Chicago for yeah. all intents and purposes. But also to it being a Chicago movie, the dad is a White Sox fan. And when he's reading the paper, he talks about this one pitcher. So he's a White Sox fan in Hammond, Indiana, which also checks out yeah. like entirely. Um, but like this kind of small Midwest Americana, like it resonates with people from the Midwest. Like I think maybe even more so than like even though people from all over the country probably watch this movie and, and are into it. I feel like it probably resonates more with people from the Midwest because they they get those elements. Oh of, yeah, you know? and, and it's interesting. Like a movie like that is going to resonate with a greater number of people because, like, spoiler alert to Hollywood, the Midwest is a lot of people that exist and have thoughts and feelings. Uh, that resonates with more people than like this movie New Year's Eve that came out about New Year's Eve in New York City or like any of these movies that like are set in the backdrop of like oh, Christmas and winter in New York is so special. And Can I also say something really quickly about that? Why in God's green earth would you want to spend New Year's Eve with hundreds of thousands of people yeah, awful. crammed into each other to see a stupid ball of light drop from a pole? You're freezing because it's cold outside and like you don't have food, bathroom, drinks, whatever with you, unless you're carrying a flask with you. And then like you're crammed in by all these, these jamones. It's one of these things that's like over romanticized about like the, the snow coming down and the ball dropping all this stuff. But if we're really being honest with ourselves, nobody wants to be there. That, like they, yeah. they resonate more with a movie like this when it's about like the small Midwestern town and like something being homey. I think New Year's Eve's a whole, we're getting off on a tangent now, but a whole big myth 
No one likes New Year's Eve. It's, it's amateur hour. It's like the bar that's popular only because it's popular. It's like the bar you go into where like everyone's shoulder to shoulder and the music's too loud and the drinks are eleven dollars and they're full of ice and like no one's having an actual good time, but you go to it because it's popular. Do you think that's changed uh, in light of the pandemic? Uh, I that like people are like with 2019, right? 2019's done. 2020's our year, right? And then oh crap, 2020 sucks, right? And then you're like, hey, thank God 2020's over. 2021 and it still sucks right but like now you're trying to get to that momentum of being like okay seriously 2022 that's our year i think i don't know that's interesting right people are like i think people do do that a little bit too much well for sure but i think now it. like with the pandemic having happened maybe people are more appreciative of wild on new year's like, eve the new year thing Probably. It's still they, amateur. They it's still amateur hour. I mean, their problems. Yeah. It's amateur hour. Yeah, I mean. it all is. Uh, so New Year's Eve sucks. That's coming up soon. So uh -huh. don't stay home. I stay home every New Year's Eve. It's the best way to celebrate. And watch a Christmas story. Yeah. I mean, look, it's a great movie. Um, even if we just like barely touched on a lot of the jokes, like you all know the yeah, jokes. You've seen it. Like so. you've seen it. I mean, and if you haven't seen it, honestly, please comment and tell us why you have not seen this movie, because. It boggles my mind that you would not have seen this movie. Yeah. Even, even just like segments of it. Like, and if you've seen segments of it, you've seen the movie. Right. I mean, there's nothing that's like really. This also probably has the highest percentage of people who have seen part of the movie but haven't seen the thing from start to finish in one sitting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thanks, TPS. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going high again. Uh... I am too. And I've, I've got a number in my head. Seven, nine. That's exactly where I was going. Seven, oh, nine. So I'm going to go, I'll go seven, eight. Seven, nine. Oh, we're, we're, we're really right in sync on. there. Right on. <laughs> seven, nine. Of course. You could have picked the same number. Well, I know. That would have been fun. But, but people nine. like it when, you know, there's like yeah. diametrically opposed and there's a winner. People yeah. don't like ties. We're so Squid game. Fucking smart. Squid game. I actually haven't finished Squid game, so I don't know. Never if, started it. I don't know if there's any ties in Squid Game.